Hello, everybody. Welcome to the To The Pop Back here on Boston Network. I'm your host, and I'm excited to be joining me. It's the one, the only Boston himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. Hello, good sir. Hello. It is good to be here at 10 p.m. <laughs> we are so tired, boys, today, oh my everybody. God, dude, I wish we could just record this morning and this show in the morning, and it would be way easier. <laughs> oh man, I get so uh, jealous of all the shows I get to record. Like, I don't know when everybody else is awake. <laughs> uh, look, I I had a busy day. I had to work, come home, uh, literally change clothes, need to get to a rehearse uh, rehearsal, and then go into the service. Um, I didn't get out there till seven thirty race here uh, to record to be like you know in case if I had time to get there but like I have been out the house since like 6.30 this morning I was like oh goodness so I haven't the only, like I, I was telling Corey uh, the only time I had been home was to change clothes so I could make it to the church that I was singing at for tonight which it was a really great service uh, it was really fun. It wasn't packed this year, but it was really interesting to see all the people who came out um, for it. Uh, so, and then just, I had to stop by McDonald's, get something quick to eat, and then just came <laughs> came home and be like, Corey, I'm set up. Let's roll. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a long day, for sure. It's been a, it's been a really long day. <laughs> Yeah, my my Saturday dude just like disappear after I uh, had had a rehearsal, had to do some shopping, um, had some Chick Fil A, was knocked out after the Chick Fil A, and like my whole afternoon and evening was just just disappeared. Yeah, that'll that'll happen, <laughs> you know. But anyways, yeah. other than that, I'm great. The Browns lost today. That's not great, but I feel oh. great. That's good. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, are you ready to give our Patreon pro- uh, producer some shout outs? Oh, man, Ed. That was a terrible transition. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Wake up. Wake up. I, I'm here. I'm, I'm up in Adam. My name's Where Ed. I go? have McDonald's. No, I'm tired. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Look. I actually had Jimmy John's. Oh, look, we do a snack tender already of my stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, remember, you can support us directly over on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash network, where uh, you can support your favorite creators uh, directly every month. Uh, we offer two monthly tiers, the $1 tier, which grants you early access to several different shows, and our $5 tier, which grants you early access, plus a Patreon producer credit across the Boss Rush Network. So without further ado, our Patreon producers for this episode of Nintendo Pavlock are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, my wife, Sana Dierig, Francisco Santilan, and Rebecca Jewell. Remember, you can support us. Wow, that was terrible. Uh, remember, all of our content <laughs> remains free. Wow, that was. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about this. This is this is what happens when you record at 10 p.m. 
<laughs> you have to do a two-hour <laughs> podcast. Uh, remember, all of our content remains free. I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our patrons. And I want to thank everybody who listens on free feeds. Remember, all of our content remains free. But you can also support us by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or subscribing to the Boss Rush Network YouTube channel. Remember to hit that subscribe and that bell and the like, like the video, all those things. Follow us on Twitter at Powbock Podcast. Anyways, back to you, Ed. That was a terrible read, but that's okay. My eyes hurt. It. To tell, just to tell you how tired I am. We went to dinner tonight, uh. and I and when we got back from dinner, I fell asleep twice in between getting home from dinner <laughs> and this <laughs> podcast. So, uh, so um. Well, everybody, it's time for Nintendo. Okay, so I'm just going to get it out the way. Friday, I had Pizza Hut because I needed something quick. Mm, Pizza Hut. I was thinking of what it, it was. I was close to close to them. Mm-hmm. It only took 15 minutes to get it made. They had a Mountain Dew waiting also for, for a two liters. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to order this, I'm going to pick it up, I'm going to come home, eat, and try to relax and play games. So I did that Friday. Saturday, I did Chick-fil-A. I did a grilled chicken. Sorry, Corey, not spicy. Man, you I are, the mayo. You are all over the place, Ed. You are. I, I, I know. I I had a grilled chicken, um, had had honey mustard and a, chip, uh, ch- a Chick-fil-A sauce. Like I said, I forgot the mayo. Um, I ate the uh, waffle fries in the car on the drive ride home. Luckily, they were good. Uh, that disappeared. Had a high C, drank that, that disappeared. High C? Um, <laughs> fruit punch. High C fruit punch. Okay. Uh, drank that. Um, the day of this recording, I had Jimmy John's. I had a bootlegger sandwich, so which it was like roast beef and turkey, uh, and they threw some provolone cheese, which is weird because the thing is not supposed to have cheese in it. I didn't complain. I'm just like, okay, that's why. Um, and then had kind of McDonald's. Like, I I I was really boring this week, and and so I'm sorry everybody that I'm running through this. But, like, uh, there's not a lot of new snacks out yet. I've been going to different places trying to find new food, and it's, there's nothing. There's, I just, like, I, I need to find a new restaurant. I just need to go in there straight blind and just order something and then come back and talk about it. Because uh, places around here, I tried everything. You know, I, like, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about and get and stuff. You know, uh, the Halloween candy is every is the same thing almost everywhere. Um, there's no cookie or crazy uh, candy corn thing out there. So uh, there's just like there's just nothing. Uh, and, I, and I didn't get to go to my favorite grocery store yet to see if they got anything new. Um, so. Hmm. I'm like I'm, I've just been boring this week, and everything. Man, um, it's really counting yeah. on you to you know bolster this segment. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, everybody. Next week I will have something because um, this week coming up weekend I will be off. Um, so I will be 
Um, well, I should rephrase that. Yes, I am off Saturday and Sunday. Um, but I'm kind of going to be not head in charge at work, but I'm going to be the probably the one that everybody's going to be relying on. Head's in day. charge, everybody. <laughs> yeah, my store manager is going to be gone for two weeks on a vacation. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be kind of the person that if the other managers can't do it or something happened with their their situation, then I got to be at the store. And I'm not trying to work at the store seven days a week. I'm not trying to do none of that. I want to do what I need to do and have my Saturday and Sunday to myself. Mm. Besides you, Corey, or mm. if anyone else from Blossom Rush. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is that it? Is, are, is that what? Is that? That yeah, that's pretty much it. Man, Ed. Man. Really, uh, you need to step it up, Ed. You got to get more snacks in you. <laughs> yes, I will have more. I will have more snacks in me. I was having such a fun time Wednesday night, but. Uh, you guys will be able to see that in coming the weeks. I should say that. Hmm. Uh, I mean, for me, I, there's not really any new, any new food. I mean, we went out to dinner with. Uh, well, like I lied. I actually just lied to you all just now. Yesterday we got pizza and chicken and JoJo's and stuff. You all right over there, Ed? Huh? I'm here. You're just you're just breathing hard. Or oh, sorry. Really loud into your microphone. <laughs> sorry. It's like you're swallowing your microphone head. Yeah, I pretty much was. Uh, anyways, um, we got pizza and chicken and JoJo's and stuff. Uh, yesterday, um, over at at my sister in law's house, and the kids all made s'mores and. We watched the Cleveland Guardians game, and they swept the Rays in the first round of the playoffs, so um, that's cool. Uh, I'm not a huge baseball fan, really, but I will support the Cleveland teams, as you know, and October baseball is exciting baseball. It was the longest... Ed, you are breathing into your microphone so loud. (laughs) Sorry! I feel like I'm in a horror movie or something. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, hmm. Anyways, uh, and then tonight we got we went out to eat for my dad's birthday. Uh, we went to a Mexican place uh, over by their house, and it was super good. I got two chicken quesadillas. Ooh. And uh, I usually eat light there because most of the people that go with me, when I go, uh, don't eat all their food, and then I end up being fat and eating the rest of their food. So that's <laughs> usually what happens. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I my, so like this time my mom didn't eat all of her food and she didn't want to take it home, so she offered it to me, and I said sure. Mm-hmm. And it was a fajita quesadilla, and it's just Ooh. it's. I mean, the regular quesadillas are way better, I think, but this one, like, I like the seasoning they put on the peppers and onions and the, mm-hmm. the shell of the quesadilla. So, yeah. Yeah. How quick, how, how quick was, did it disappear? Oh, it was gone in like five seconds. Oh, wow. You know. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. And uh, we got 
we got that the the white queso for the table and that was good uh. hot melted cheese is always delicious on some tortilla chips let me tell you so it so is quesadilla like a regular cheddar cheese looking kind of color no is it it's like a, yellow it's like a they use a mozzarella provolone mix um for theirs so it's like white cheese oh okay um so yeah and then it ha- they have like the shredded chicken with the onions and green peppers mixed in with it and it's super good oh it's so good man uh, oh, it's so good oh what's good yeah except i always feel like trash afterwards but you know but you <laughs> but you went home and fell asleep what can you do uh <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. mean how often do you fall asleep after meals sometimes if you're not recording or going gaming or or anything like if you get a chance like to eat and then sit down and then just like fall into the darkness like how often does that happen not not too often what you mean like fall asleep when i get home uh after eating like uh soon after most times um it's it's just uh look it feels really good to uh just take a nap afterwards you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's fun it's nice it makes me feel happy to fall asleep after eating except with two kids and my wife who's also tired um not usually fair and so usually i wake up by her yelling at me to wake up <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you know uh so. I remember uh, me and my family, we had just had Red Lobster at the church. You know, we had a good time, uh, ate some good food. We did, we did take some, take some home because, you know, we all had our salad and uh, cheesy biscuits. Um, we kind of ate half of our meal, but we was just like, we, we just excited to get home. Do the moment we stepped into our all own individual rooms within seven minutes, because I and I counted seven minutes because everybody was asleep. Even when the phone had, we heard the phone ring, no one answered it because everybody was like dead, knocked out sleep. When uh, I woke up, that's when everybody else woke up. Like we were gone, <laughs> and it, it normally happens like after a good meal for us when we get home we're tired we're, we're just nap time right or anything right so yeah that's about it for food i mean i like to eat food and then i look at myself and wonder why i'm so large but then i like food so then i that you know <laughs> whatever uh, i i gotta get in touch with uh grayson uh see when he wants to have our ramen dinner date mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I just have to assume that I'm just gonna be large forever, and then just, you know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's fine. Well, everybody, it's time for, you know what it is, everybody. You know what it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Please ignore. Uh, Corey, what have you been playing? 
You didn't say what it was. I need your hype and your excitement. We're going to rewind this. <laughs> Man, Ed, you're going to uh, make me really edit this episode tonight, aren't you? <laughs> no, I am not. I'm sorry. I, it's the, it's, it, I'm trying to get energy, everybody. Um, so you you have to forgive me. Uh, play with power! <laughs> what wow. have you been playing with power, Corey? Um, I have been playing shocker uh almost nothing because it turns out every time i (laughs) have something to do it takes me forever to do so um honestly i really haven't been playing a lot i played a little bit of destiny this weekend but other than that like i've just i just have not had time to play a lot uh I played a little bit of Tetris the other night too, but my goal this weekend was to beat Link's Awakening, and I haven't even mm-hmm. touched my Switch. Uh, the only reason why I touched it was to get it away from my children because they oh, wow. grabbed it. So, yeah, uh, so far, pretty pretty disappointed. This is a pretty disappointing episode to a lot of people, I'm sure, listening. Uh, <laughs> but it's fine. Well, uh, for me, um, I play. Uh, I'm start. I started up Bioshock Remastered on Series X, um, because I got the Bioshock collection, and I was I meant to start Dead Space Saturday, but like I said, I was knocked out. But I I started up Bioshock uh, Remastered, and I just put it on easy. I'm kind of just I. I don't know if I'm going to try to hundred percent it or anything, but I'm just like I, I kind of just want to blow through the game just to refresh myself on how that game unraveled and everything. And it's it's okay, it's fun and everything. I did though Saturday morning play Splatoon three with Grayson. We were uh we were on the same team uh for one match and then it switched us. And then he made a public, uh, private room, so I joined him. And man, we had some t- intense battles uh, with Splatoon, uh, and he's great at it. And we were holding, we each were holding our own. Uh, but we, you know, we, we was rid of some, we lost some, and everything that we, I mean, there was probably two matches that we lost that the team really took a lot of pain, but. The way that the map looked that we was with that me and Grayson was on, it had our teams ink and until it did the overhead view and then it showed. I'm like, oh dang it. Uh, cause I was, you know, stopping some of the inklings. Um we got a wipeout on the other team. I was I interfered their base. Like we were we were all working together. And there was there was some there was one match that we thought we had, and then we when we looked over the other team had most of their ink uh for for the land. I'm like, oh dang it! So, but we had so much fun. I I uh, I was texting Grayson. I was just like, I, I'm like, man, I knew we had that, and he's just like, I know. I don't know what happened or anything, but we we were like really into it. It was a really great time. Uh, so we'll have to link up again and play more Splatoon. 
played Spirit Fairer, getting a little bit further into that. Uh, just got a lion added to my boat. So, hmm. um, but I there's some things that I'm still gotta uh, find and grind uh, so I could uh, actually uh, continue to progress in the story. Right now, I'm at a point where um, there's this ice that's blocking me from going forward. So there's some items I got to get and craft so I could go to um, this shark uh, who tells these jokes and everything. And he's kind of funny. I mean, the, sh- the, the, the jokes are kind of lame, but they are funny when you read them and everything. And he always would tell you a joke, laugh at himself, and then he'll like do what he needs to do for you. Uh, so... Uh, I can't wait to like progress in the story. I'm really enjoying Spiritfarer. It really is a good game. Um, we're not gonna say good. It's really, it really is a great game, and I can understand why people would give it its awards. Have it on Xbox One, um, and man, I it's very interesting to see that how this game was a was it was shown at Microsoft's E3 for a while and then it shows up on one Nintendo Direct and then the game is out. Like it, it's so weird. I I always wondered did was Microsoft was supposed to have an exclusive release for this game and it just took too long because I don't think the game got like it was on I, I don't, it was on Game Pass before Switch. But the game, but both of them came out on, on Xbox and Switch. I know. I'm telling you. It, 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 I think it had a small. Uh, hold on. Um, I, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering if it was supposed to be coming out. Was it supposed to release for Xbox and then later on plan for Switch? But there the developers had too many delays or something? Yeah. I, I always know. wondered. I don't know. I don't know, Ed. I don't so, have an answer for uh, you. I did pick up Near Automata, uh, which was weird, Corey, because uh, I, I found it at... I, yeah, I got my copy at Target. Best Buy didn't have it. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'm telling you, that game is going to be extremely short-printed. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to see. I think my target that's close to me, I really think they only had like two copies. One for the display case and one in the in the uh in the bin. Because when the I got the display one. Um I mean and it was still wrapped up, it wasn't open or anything. And I was just like, wait a minute, someone went and bought this game? Brought the I'm like, this is interesting, um, but they, but the Best Buy did have all the Bayonetta ones, so I'm just like, well, shoot, mine's coming Wednesday, so. Yeah, mine ended up coming last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> um, yeah, I ended up getting both of those. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tight window though because of all the, just there's just a lot going on in the next couple weeks slash months, and I just, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how this is all going to work with all these games coming out. <laughs> you know, for a shoot, because Ray, Raymond Rabbits is like, 
It's not this week, but it's you next mean Mario week. Plus Rabbits. Mario Plus Rabbits. Raving Rabbits. Goodness. Are you alright, Ed? <laughs> Do we need to like take a take a little break tonight? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're we're good, everybody. Um and then we got Persona five later on this month along with Bayonetta three. Um then next month God of War and Pokemon. I'm just like, man, that this is a lot that's happening. And everything. Yeah. Well. Uh was was playing a little bit of Streets of Rage too because I was updating the Sega Genesis games that, that came to the system. Um so, but they're all it's updated now. I just gotta go in and let them reveal and everything. But yeah, I was just playing some games here and there and, and everything. Um I just gotta now, you know, finish some stuff, finish some of my old stuff and get that out of the way. Uh, and like I said, I got Valkyrie Elysium, so I got to hook up my PlayStation 4 and try that um, and install it. And hopefully my PlayStation 4 don't sound like a jet and die out on me or fly away or anything. Mm-hmm. So I still need to be finish uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I need to get that done. Mm-hmm. Everything. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing with Power. Uh, Corey, are you ready for Femi News? Yeah, I, su- I suppose we can do some some of that. Uh, so we kind of already talked about it a little bit on an expansion pass coming up, but uh, the Mario movie. I want to talk a little bit about the Mario movie. It 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 the trailer came out. It was surprisingly good uh i was actually kind of really worried about this movie for a long time and not because of the chris pratt thing just because like uh you know this this whole i don't really care for illuminations uh as a studio um Mm -hmm. and i know sometimes people say that's because i'm pretty disney bias and i mean i guess that's partially true but also i just don't really care about like despicable me or minions or i don't think they did shrek but you know like i'm not i'm not a big dreamworks person either and so like i don't know i'm i was just kind of shocked i think the last movie i actually liked from them was uh the lorax like the dr seuss thing oh yeah that one was and good. this kind of gives me a little bit of the dr seuss vibes a little bit um mm-hmm some people were saying he looks like Fix It Felix from Wreck It Ralph. I'm like, well, how, who do you think that character was based off of? <laughs> Come on, did you watch right. that movie? Did you see what Wreck It Ralph was based on? It's essentially, uh, it's like a mix between Wrecking Crew and Donkey Kong. So, <laughs> I mean, let's, right? Let's, uh, you know, you're kind of John Maddening over there, stating the obvious, <laughs> but uh, that's, um. I don't know. I really liked it. I think Jack Black is a great Bowser. I think, you know, I actually really don't mind Chris Pratt's voice as Mario, like, at all. And I know Stephanie wrote a great Boss Rush banter over on the website, so uh, please check it out. I'm going to link it in the show notes below uh, on YouTube and in the podcast feeds and stuff. So please go read that. Uh, But it definitely gave me some Super Mario Super Show vibes. Uh just mm-hmm. the tone and the and obviously like i th- 
I don't know if they said this, but I think we knew that he they were going to go with the New York, Brooklyn, Italian accent and not the super semi, uh, what do you say, offensive Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I know people were mad that still mad that it's not Charles Martinet or whatever, but I'm like, I get it. But also, I would not want to listen to that for two hours, you know. Mm-mm. And we didn't see everybody, but Keegan Michael Key as Toad nails it. Jack Black as Bowser nails it. I think Charlie Day is going to nail it as Luigi. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm actually like excited to see this, and it was funny. I was showing, I was showing my son. Like, I mean, my son doesn't know anything about video games, right? He's mm-hmm. one and a half, but. Like he was smiling the whole time when I showed him the trailer. Like he was pointing and laughing and stuff. And my daughter was like, Mario. And she's like, who's that mushroom man? I'm like, that's toad. He's like, he doesn't look like a toad. I'm like, fair, I guess. Cause you know, toad, toad, <laughs> like a toad is like a real animal, you know, and they're learning yes. about all that in school. And I'm like, oh, okay, fair. Uh, I was like, no, that his name is toad, like a toadstool, like a mushroom. She's like, Oh, Okay, like she's just like I don't care, but <laughs> uh, but what what did you what did you think of the trailer? Ed? I I really liked it a lot. I I love it. I enjoyed it. I, you know, when we talked on Smash and Pass, the the penguins they were funny. Oh yeah, the penguins. Uh, yeah, see, dude, someone took that whole first part trailer and turned and used Super Mario sixty four graphics to uh to oh, really? animate it. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Uh yeah. But I I, I didn't have a problem with Chris Pratt's voice. I, I know you know outside of his release and the controversy with that, um I just hope that, you know, the movie is fun. That's mm-hmm. all I want from the movie is yeah. to be fun, creative and like I really wanted to laugh, it, I, and I feel like it's gonna have some serious moments. And you know, me and Moda's been like involved. Like Nintendo has been evolved involved in this because of what they did with the Super Mario Brothers movie. They want to make sure that this animated version that they are probably, I'm assuming, funding. You know, getting involved. They want to make sure that it's right and everything. Hmm. Um. So and and Corey, when we were talking about what other games could lead to movies, that started appearing on different websites. Like Nintendo Life asked about it. Um, people on Twitter, social media started asking about it, and it's just like, wow, we we just we was ahead and discussed this. You guys will be able to check it out uh, in a couple of weeks. But if you are a Patreon uh, supporter, you'll be able to see it real soon. Um, I it it was just something to really uh love and enjoy, and people are kind of hot for Jack Black now being as Bowser. I <laughs> so Stephanie, uh, we have like a Bossers podcast group chat, and Stephanie sent the chat a uh, uh, an image of like it's a Jennifer Aniston in fifty one, and she's looking all like hot and sexy or whatever, and then it's a Jack yeah. Jack Black at fifty one, and he's in he's like has his shirt off and like these short shorts and a cowboy hat and some boots. I'm like, hmm. that, that makes sense. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but I'm I, I'm excited to see this movie. Um uh, I, I it's not it's not gonna be around my birthday, I know that much, but I'm definitely gonna treat myself to go see this. Um I'll probably see it after this midnight showing because I know it's going to be bunkers. It's gonna be so many kids and their parents going to see this movie. Um, I think I'm probably gonna have to catch it during the day, like a matinee or something. Um, because that's the only way that I'm gonna go see it, be able to see it and everything where folks are at work or kids are, you know, at school. Like if I could get a way to go watch the movie, come back, talk about it. I'll be happy to do that. I, I'm so excited. Um, and I think we're going to get some more trailers. Um, I know we, I feel like we'll probably get something at the Game Awards mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get the full rollout until like March leading up to it. Um, but hopefully they don't show too much uh, because it's, uh, it's that, you know, the best parts are in the trailer. And then when the movie comes out, everything is blah. It's just like, oh, it's an animated movie. Like, I want to be surprised of what they do. Or it's, it's Shy Guys, you know, or like Super Mario Brothers 2 playing a part of it. Like, what is really going on in this world and everything? I'm, I'm interested to see where, where they go, but it was a really great showing um, for this movie direct, question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I was surprised they didn't tease something else, you know. Like, I mean, I know they said they were going to be in games, but I'm like, sometimes they say that, and they're like, mm, just kidding. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that. But oh well. Yeah, I know the memes are. I, I, why is it with Nintendo? All the memes come out. All the gifts come out. Like we are got you talking the about the one where... where Mario looks like his chest hurts or something. Yes, <laughs> that everybody's everybody using. like that. Yeah, that Grayson uses every ten seconds on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> every time uh, I open Twitter, he's like, he's commenting something else, and he uses that image. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, uh, someone did so. So when you laying on the man's chest, and this with it's the toe where he's sucking the mushroom. I'm like, oh wow, mm-hmm. That's, it it always happens. Like whether it's a Nintendo Direct with a certain game, or it's it's like this Mario one or in uh, any Direct, it's always something with Nintendo. Quickly after the presentation, there is a gift. Even Pokemon, there is a gift that come out, uh, or in a meme that people just use. I'm like, y'all are quick on it. Um, but I remember like Pokemon, just the, the artistry people had for when they first revealed the three starters, like after the when they first like announced it and showed them. Man, people were already having fan art out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, they just only did the trailer and you guys already had it out and people already got poll uh polls going on who who's gonna be your starter and like I'll die for this Pokemon <laughs> and everything. Like it's it's I it's just so weird that anyone else anybody else could do a presentation for video games 
and nothing would come out of it. Nintendo yeah. does one, and there's all this like enjoyment, I should say, that comes from it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games that have fans though that do all that, but mm-hmm. so. Yeah, anyways, uh, the Mario movie looks cool. I'm excited to see what comes out of it. I know we kind of already talked about that, so look forward to that in an expansion pass episode uh, this coming Sunday for patrons. Yes. So, All right, Ed. Uh, our next story here, um, Overwatch 2 is having some problems. Um <laughs> some server issues they got ddosed twice last week they uh are not able to handle the server loads of people who want to come in and play uh i tried to get it on, on switch and like the i never merch our accounts my account so like mm-hmm. i never you know uh I never got to merge my blizzard accounts across things and then i tried to do so and like since I logged in on Switch and not my Xbox, my accounts got locked out. So I had I spent like an hour trying to unlock my accounts. Uh, so that was fun, and then I never got in. So, yeah, uh, which is sad because I really wanted to play Overwatch Two. Uh, I didn't get to play it on my console or on like Xbox or anything yet because like, mm. you know, it's I can only use my TV when I have time to use my TV, but. Um, you know, for now, I tried it on my Switch and I couldn't get in. Uh, and there was like twenty thousand people in line, so that was neat. Um, I it's weird. People were just like, while I'm waiting in the queue, I'll play Splatoon. Like people been playing other games while waiting to get it in the queue. I don't really. I, the, the, something about Overwatch 2 just doesn't excite me. Like, well, you never played I the first know. game, so I mean, let's, True. <laughs> you know. But but Blizzard knows that for the past few years that this game Overwatch has been out, you know how big your community has been. So why are why don't you have enough servers for a game? this big this magnitude you know everybody was trying to get on it at one time yeah but this happens to every game at launch right i mean this happened mm-hmm. to diablo this happened to Des- this happens to destiny every year this oh, diablo to... was a mess so i mean this happens this happens every year right it's not like you know it's not like they didn't try but uh i don't know man it just seems like it just seems like this whole launch around this game has just been like struggling i think they probably should have held it like and i know it's too many games are coming out next year right Mm -hmm. but it's just man like just get just get (laughs) just get through this and like i don't know i think they probably should have held it because the game is also having a lot of issues too i hear from people um and I think since Overwatch 1 came out, there's been better and more interesting experiences, right? Like Apex Legends mm-hmm. or Fortnite or if you want something a little meatier, like Destiny or The Division, right? Like, there's just different experiences. I mean, Destiny was out when Overwatch came out, right? And that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But Destiny is in such a different and better place now 
that there's just better experiences out there at this time. And not to say that Overwatch is a bad experience, but it it's a game that is so big and so fan-driven that if you're going to launch a second game, which is a bad idea, you need to have it ready. You need to be ready. And, you know, what, between that and the game's bugs and the battle pass situation and the character unlocking situation, it's just... Shoot, the phone number situation. Yeah, the phone number situation, which they removed, by the way. But still, it's just like, oh my gosh, what are you even doing? And I'm not, I'm not like the smartest person around, but like, they should they should have just like when this blizzard like the scandal happened a couple years like a year ago or whatever and the microsoft mm-hmm. purchase and stuff they should have just said look we're updating the original overwatch and you know this was originally planned for overwatch 2 we're just going to update the original game we're going to start adding heroes we're going to transition into a seasonal battle pass model if you purchase the game you get skins like founder skins or whatever, or, you know, like a thank you package, but we're transitioning into free to play. They should have just done that. There was no need for overwatch Two. The big promise also for overwatch two was that there's a campaign, but guess what? There's no campaign yet. So, you know, it's basically just this is, overwatch. And this, this is the worst thing. And regardless of what you think of Call of Duty right now, that is about to become the multiplayer game that Overwatch should have been, in a sense, with its players. If Overwatch 2 is still well, a Call mess by not time... exactly in a great position either. <laughs> but... Well, but, but for multi- people who are doing a lot of multiplayer stuff who could hop into a game and play... Call of Duty is going to fulfill that inner thing, you know, because that Battlefield gang is still a mess with some people. They're, they, I mean, I still, it still has its players, but I feel like people have moved on. If Overwatch 2 are still having issues by the time this Call of Duty game is happens, people are going to drop their excitement or their wait time for Overwatch 2 and go into Call of Duty. Or going to Destiny, or probably even sales might even go up for Splatoon 3. Like, there's going to be other multiplayer games that people are going to go because it's going to get to a point where where people are going to feel like just take the game offline, fix it, and then when you're ready to go, give it to us. Because if we're playing Call of Duty, your player number is going to drop significantly. And everything. Yeah. I yes, just, they're uh... they're. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, they're both games from Activision, but when it comes to multiplayer in the Activision, uh, Blizzard company at a company home, Call of Duty takes first place. I thought it would be World of Warcraft, but that's going silent. And Final Fantasy fourteen has stole that dunder quickly. Yeah. Uh, so. I just, yeah, I mean, Warcraft's a different monster that probably don't need to talk about right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I hope Overwatch finds its legs. It's just 
man, they they really screwed this up. I mean, they screwed this up by starting to say they were going to announce, you know, Overwatch 2. And, like, I know people have issues with the 5v5 thing instead of the 6v6 thing and mm-hmm. just ranked versus unranked and battle passes and skins and I, character unlocked. Really, it's just, it's, a, it's not really a good look. F- I really feel like it needed a direct to break down everything to show people this is what you're getting in Overwatch 2. Because and, and this just part of me, and I'm sorry everybody of if I missed a lot on it. I really feel like it, the game got announced, and then later on, you know, they said it's coming to these platforms and everything and they i really feel like they just released it i don't feel like there was no time there was no hype for a date i feel like they didn't do enough to explain what things are changing and stuff um i feel like they didn't really like kind of advertise it it really just felt like here it is we're walking away oh it got problems okay let's be able to fix these problems because right now, I literally feel like take the game offline and just fix it. I, I, I would rather you bring out something that is going to work, which is Call of Duty, uh, I feel like, and let that be the multiplayer game for people who want to play stuff from Activision. And then when you feel like Overwatch 2 is ready to go, then deliver Overwatch 2. Because yeah. right now, it's just a state of a mess, and we don't know when it will ever be fixed. I mean, yes, you got you, you, we got November and December, but I'm just like, dude, you're going to... Not dude, I'm sorry. For a company like them, they're going to run into problems because everybody's focus on games are going to go somewhere else. God of War is a big thing. Um, Pokemon is a big thing. They're still... Uh, uh, there's still games getting announced that could surprisingly drop at any time. Uh, scoring is about to come out on Xbox. Like, there's stuff that people are going to be looking forward to. And if this stuff is, this game is not fixed, they're going to go there. People are willing to invest in other games and wait for Overwatch 2 to be ready. Because if it is, if Overwatch 2 is not ready by the end of the year, People are going to forget it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I even saw some things in the marketing that, like, people didn't even know it was free to play, which is a terrible look also. They mm-hmm. thought they had to buy that $40 Founders Pack or whatever. Yeah. Which, if you already own the first game, you already own the Founders Pack. So, you know, just a warning out there for those looking to maybe check out Overwatch. It is free to play. Also, the Switch version uses the Overwatch 1 client. So if you already have Overwatch installed on your Switch, just launch Overwatch and it'll update for you. Like, just, I don't know, man. It's just a really weird thing going on. So, all right, let's uh, let's talk about something else because it's upsetting me. Um, so... Where where was the story I was looking at? Uh, Why are you looking forward to your next story, Corey? I did see something about Nintendo cracking down on the Simpsons stuff, but I haven't read it. I on haven't the watched the video or anything on the uh, Nintendo cracking down on some of the like 
uh, hentai or anime oh, games yeah. or something like that. I haven't got a chance to read it or see the video. I just seen a title for it. I know you you were looking for it and everything, um, but I didn't get a chance to see. I'm like, oh, Corey mentioned something like this, but we mm. didn't get like the full breakdown of it. Yeah, we're not so. going to talk about that. Nintendo's cracking oh, no, down. No. On, no, Nintendo's cracking down on a lot of adult games that ha- that expose uh, parts of the body that maybe children shouldn't be looking at. That's all we're going to talk about there. Uh, just because we like to keep this show a little bit clean. If you want to hear more about that, you can go to our other shows and we can talk about it there. Um, all right, Ed. So. Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden have a January release date for the Switch. Um, They're both coming out on the same day, which is January 19th, which is, what, one day before Fire Emblem? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really interesting. And the other interesting thing that I think a lot of Nintendo fans are kind of upset about is that both of these titles are digital only. And that kind of sucks, I think. Uh, Which they did say when they first announced it that three and four was going to be digital. Um, PlayStation and Xbox, uh, PlayStation 5, I should say, and Series X and uh, Xbox and Game Pass, they're only getting digital two of three and four. So mm-hmm. Switch players are not left up. You guys are, we are not left out at this planet this way. So yeah, yeah, you can get the physical of five, but they're not doing three or four physical for any of the platforms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's super interesting. I was planning on getting at least Persona 4 Golden physically, but, uh, guess not. Um, the other interesting thing too, is that they're putting it out so close to Fire Emblem, which I, I know like that audience has some crossover, but not a lot, but Mm -hmm. like, I think putting them close together is definitely, uh, it's definitely, gonna sway some people to lean one way or the other if they can't afford both or all three or something right so right that's i i don't know man i i'd have this nintendo's been doing this a lot lately and i don't understand why they're putting out a lot of third-party games around first-party games right like we're about to see it in a couple weeks with mario plus rabbits comes out the day before persona which comes out you know, what, three or four days before Bayonetta 3. And this uh, Persona 3 and 4 and Fire Emblem. And then we have Octopath Traveler 2 with Kirby. And it's like, there's a whole month. Why are we, like, why why are we shoving all these games into one weekend? You know, like, I I, I don't really understand what's going on here. It has to be something about the business quarter sometimes for for some of them yeah but not in the same weekend there's a whole month (laughs) well yeah but i think the thing about it is i think like definitely for this fire emblem and the persona thing sega knew what nintendo was doing when the direct came out and they put out a date only thing that we knew of persona 3 and 4 after 5 was announced that is coming in the future so Sega didn't even have a planned date, but they figured 
they had to look at that because the thing about it is this Nintendo Direct was just last month. So you waited to see what Nintendo was because and Sega is trying to be business savvy with it. Yes, let you guys could get the could you guys get this ready by this after watching that Nintendo Direct? Because the thing about it is, is that we know that we can make some money with the Persona series. And so uh, what we're gonna so what smart is while Nintendo is making their money on Fire Emblem, let's make some money in that same week. It's all business. It's all have to be about money because Sega's not going to complain about it if they get good sales on Switch. They're hoping that people they Sega is hoping that people triple buy these games, that they buy Persona 3, that they buy Persona 4, and they buy Fire Emblem Engage. Nintendo's definitely going to benefit it. Don't care what they buy on the system. Nintendo gets a cut of any of all three of them. So regardless of what happens. But Sega was just like if we could add to add along with Nintendo, we could get good sales. Whatever Nintendo is getting, we're getting. So if they get a million sales, we have to have a possibility of getting a million sales on Switch alone. Not not calling Xbox with Game Pass or people who want to buy it. Not kind of PlayStation 5 or people want to buy it. If we could get direct sales on the eShop, along with Nintendo getting their sales, we both benefit. Yeah. I just... Because, for, because Persona, Persona 3 and 4 was already announced before Fire Emblem Engage. We knew nothing about Engage until that direct and then they announced the date. Sega should have been talking already what this date would have been. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's just uh, <laughs> interesting, I guess. It's just interesting that they just shove all these games together. You know, I mean, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking at October, and I know October is really full anyway, but, like, they put out Nier and No Man's Sky, like, right next to each other. It's just, there's, like, a whole month, and, like, Switch is, diff- like, Switch is, has a different audience than everybody else, so you would think their calendar would be kind of shift accordingly, but, man, I don't know. I think a lot of the developers is just, like, we're not pushing product on PC or on the other systems. This is a hypothetical, everybody. We're not pushing the products like that. So if Switch is more viable for us to push products and it gets people who are curious to see what it is, then that's a guaranteed sell that people will get it. Whether the quality is good or not, whether they read the review or not, if we could get that sale, and right now, when it comes to selling games, Nintendo Switch is the system that is selling games. Right. right. You know. Yeah. It's, it was just, I, I agree. Like, I was excited for, I'm excited for Persona 3 and Persona 4, the drop. I'm going to get them uh, and everything. I'm kind of weird, though, that they didn't do uh, FES for Persona 3. That is yeah. a different game. Well, the rumor right now is that that persona three uh fez is gonna get a remake um i've been hearing that for some time now Mm -hmm. so you know we'll we'll see i guess but yeah that's it's still kind (laughs) of kind of weird yeah and and 
this is just January. Like we oh to add on to that, Corey, even though this is uh this is more Nintendo, uh for spoken comes in January also. I think it comes after for spoken. Oh yeah. But it's not coming to I Switch think, though. It's not coming to Switch, but I'm like just think of those those are four big major games in January that we already know of. I'm like, what else could they drop in January? Because if I don't know if this is an expansion pass topic or anything, but when have we ever had stack months back to back? Because um, of every January, month ever. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about literally where the month is like super stacked with games. I mean, you know. I mean the the oh, big right. one that stands out is September of 2019, right? But like, I right. mean, October is pretty stacked. I mean, it's just I I think a lot of these games have been stuck in COVID, right? And mm-hmm. we're just getting out of the COVID kind of uh sequence of of development, right? I mean, I know COVID's been well, kind of over. I mean and over i mean nobody cares about it anymore uh for a while but like you know development time still has to take place and so we're just kind of getting out of that and i i think that this we're just seeing all these games come out because a they need to come out because of fiscal timing but b yes like they they i mean it's time for them to come out. You know, it's just time for them to come yeah. out. Because I, I, I 100% agree. Because we got, like, we talked about this month in October. It's stacked. February is only three months from now, if you think about it. And February is a stacked month. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going from January from with heavy RPGs in action into. February with all of those games like what can it just just Nintendo alone if Nintendo gets a stack March and a stack April yeah that leads up to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom in May because Nintendo don't need May to be stacked if Nintendo gets May stacked with games what the question is going to be, why did you stack all of these games? We already know that Zelda is going to take place. It's going to be like on everybody's mind and in hand, but you're doing that right before the summer. You could spread games out to the summer. Third party, spread these game, games out to the third party on Switch. Yeah. You know, I... I'd rather have a dead month where there's one or two games or even like if you're going to have a stack indie indie games stack with a lot of indie games not trash or questionable content titles indie games that people are looking forward to play you know because I feel like shoot um, Silk Song be a good time to get out in April yeah and I know it's coming to Game Pass, but shoot, Game Pass line, Microsoft's lineup is looking good for 2023. Uh, they could get Silk Song out in April, right before the Legend of Zelda, and 
that be the game of April, I would literally be fine with it. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm still planning on trying to get some my you know <laughs> I think my thing is now is I'll get them physically and then if I want if I see myself playing them soon I will get it digitally. So mm-hmm. I've I've so my anything I've bought on Switch over the last couple year or so I guess uh, has remained sealed and I'm gonna keep it that way unless you know Nintendo decides to shut down the Switch eShop and not let anybody carry their games forward, no. which is a true possibility. That I don't want to. Think I wonder. About. I wonder should I get that Yoko's Island physical for Switch? I'm like, uh, it, it's really hard because I kind of do want to bring my Switch or bring a list. Be like, what do I have on the eShop that's physical that I may want to double dip if I could get a good sell on? Yeah. Well, I have to worry about the Xbox. I, I I buy my games and for Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. I don't have to double dip for those systems. <laughs> nope. Switch though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Guess we'll find out. Yes. <laughs> we shall we we yeah. I think twenty twenty three is good. it's just stack. I just surprised that those three games are back to back. Yeah. Um, no. All right, Ed. Uh, so there is a new Splatfest coming, and it is Pokemon themed. I think a lot of people are really excited for this, uh, especially because like it's it's a pretty much a starter thing where they say, mm-hmm. you know, are you a water, fire, or grass type starter? Um. So what do you think about this? I know that you've been playing some Splatoon with with Grayson and other people. So what what are your thoughts? What do you think? I think it's cool that it's a way to promote uh, Splatoon. And we never talked about Nintendo crossovers with other Nintendo prop or IPs or yeah, this is in a the re- Nintendo Nintendo world. Yeah, this is a really Go smart ahead. crossover. This is a this this. I, I'm shocked they haven't really done it before. You know, like this is a really smart crossover. And I wonder right, what other it's, games. It's more just. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say I wonder what other games they could do it with, right? Like, I mean, I guess Mario they could t- do it. Like, are you Mario or Luigi person, or like Zelda? Are you a Link, a Zelda, or a Ganon, Team Ganon, or whatever? Right, and you could do like a couple different mm-hmm. colors there. But man, Pokemon, what a smart crossover. I feel like these franchises are like they're definitely not the same type of game by far. Yes. But they are for the same people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I like the theme because Pokemon is that is the yin yang. It's uh strong versus weak, like knowing the enemy's weakness and stuff. And with Splatoon, you're kind of doing like who could paint the most over other people paint? You're going for turf. You know, is fire going to take off blue? Or is green going to take over fire? Or, like, as a three-way turf war, to see who is going to come out, it really leads to, leads to be like, who has the best teamwork? 
yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Who could get somewhere faster? Because it's not, it, it's more with with with. Uh, sorry, when it comes to the Pokemon and the starters and stuff, what element do you love more to choose for your Pokemon? Yeah, you so. know, because I like I said, Corey is fire. I'm grass. Corey could burn me. But I'm still gonna be able to do some damage and heal myself if you know I practice, you know, get get myself up and maybe I do have a grass type that could also do water. So I could even though I'm I'm weak against Corey's attack, I he's gonna be weak over my water side. And I could use my grass to heal or protect me. Mm. You know, to fun or anything. Yeah. So I just, I think this is super cool. There's not really, again, there's not really a lot to talk about here, but it's, it's definitely super cool. And, uh, I hope, I hope that it's, uh, that it goes well. I wonder, I wonder what, don't you get like shirt, like t-shirts for your character afterwards or something like something. So I think those are super cool too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would love to, like, like you said, I would love to see more, Games that do turf war, uh, the three word turf war, or be the splat fest using Nintendo games. Like, I, I think when the Mario movie comes out, we are going to see that Mario stuff and everything. Or, or shoot, I would love some Mario costumes of Splatoon 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's you know, if you go see the movie or anything, here's a QR code that you can add to Splatoon, yeah. Uh, all right. I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about, Ed. Uh, well, two things, I guess. One's there's nothing really to talk about, but uh, Mortal Kombat is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Um, I don't know if you saw that cool trailer they released for the 30th anniversary, but it's super cool. Um, even if you're not into Mortal Kombat, I highly recommend watching it. I think this is just like a really cool way to celebrate the franchise. And uh, Ed Boon threw it out on his Twitter the other day. And it, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm not, like, a huge Mortal Kombat guy by any stretch, right? Like, I played it on mm-hmm. Switch. I played the new one on Switch for a little bit, and it was it was, it was was good. It was a good time for, you know, a couple days. But I don't know. I really like this trailer. It just it celebrates everything that's fun and dumb about Mortal Kombat and, like, kind of celebrates where it's been and kind of doesn't really hint on where it's going, but it kind of just thanks fans for 30 years of this ridiculous franchise. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just take the time to watch it. It's super cool. Yeah, I will. I, I, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat, playing it in the arcade and playing the super Nintendo version. Cause I rented the super Nintendo version, but I also played the Genesis and I kind of felt like when Mortal Kombat two came out, that set the tone new for fighting games. And it was it, the way that we wanted a big game for our Nintendo system or our video game system. When Mortal Kombat 2 came out for Nintendo and Nintendo said it will have blood, it'll be mature. Everybody flocked to that version mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It's... yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Corey. Oh, I'm it's sorry. just it's just a really important franchise to gaming, and uh, 
you know, it, it, it's dumb. It's ridiculous. The fatalities are stupid. And it, I mean, obviously it went through like a down period before Mortal Kombat nine came out. And mm-hmm. I mean, I would actually argue the DC one that they did not injustice, but the Mortal Kombat versus DC was actually pretty good. Uh, but, um, yeah, just, just watch the trailer. Super cool. And, uh, I guess we'll see where Mortal Kombat is in 30, 30 more years. Jeez. If we're even alive. Oh, wow. Uh, and the, the last story, Ed, uh, they did confirm that Jennifer Hale is the new voice of Bayonetta. Uh, you may know her from Mass Effect as uh, Female Shepard is probably her most recognizable role. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, what do you think about the voice change? Are you all right with it? I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really notice. Uh, I think the somewhere along the lines, the original voice actor for Bayonetta said that they never asked her to come back, and then recently she tweeted out that there was a scheduling conflict and she wasn't able to come back. So I don't know which story is true, but you know, here we are. Yeah. Uh... I'm I'm fine with this. I don't have no problem or anything. Um, I just hope that you know the jokes are there, the cheeky delivery is there, and everything. That's all I really care for. And of course, it being a fun game, I, I think it's pretty cool um, that they changed it up, that they got a new voice voice actor. So um, I'm fine with it. I have no problems. There's a lot of games that do that. That. Um, I I could actually say this. I felt like with God of War Ragnarok, I thought Kratos sounded different. It, it is, I, it's I, I'm a new like, voice actor from the original games, but it's not the one from God of War Four, though, right? It is. Christopher Judge is still the actor. He sounds so different in this one. What? I don't. I don't think he sounds different at all. Uh, he sounded different from me to me. Like something about the tone felt lighter than his dark voice is. Um, and, and maybe I need to watch both, like a God of War, both God of War trailers, like the, mm-hmm. the God of War Four and Ragnarok. It's just hear the voices trying to compare them, cause it's just, it's just I don't, or it maybe the sound mix mixing or something. I just felt like he sounded different in there. I'm like, I cannot recognize who this is. Yeah. And everything. No, it's it's still him. So, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it was just an odd sounding video. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm excited to play the game. It can't wait. Uh, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but that's kind of that's all I got, Ed. That's that's all I got. Uh, everybody knows that Halloween '64 is coming out. I wonder when is, uh. Go to nine double seven. I wonder if if Microsoft and Nintendo are waiting for a certain date, like Thanksgiving or something, um, to release it. Yeah, I, I really wonder about that. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, well, I really don't have a Doc Mo, Corey. Uh, I mean, 
here's the thing. We were we're recording late because we <laughs> we are busy people and we wanted to get an episode out. And so I mean we don't really need one. We've been going for almost an hour and a half. So I mean Okay. I think I do kind of want to talk about some things though, uh just because some things in Boss Rush are gonna be changing a little bit and um you know, this this show obviously means a lot to me and Ed, and we've always tried to, like, figure out what the best ways to uh, make it better for everyone, you know, and and I want this show to be the best it possibly can be. Um, and so I just, uh, I don't know. I think we're going to try some new things um, and maybe, I don't know, not necessarily reformat the show, but just kind of like, I really like the way we do expansion pass and just kind of have normal general conversations about things. And mm-hmm. a lot of our news stories have been kind of scripted the last couple months and it just kind of doesn't feel genuine or whatever. Right. Like I just, I want to get back to us just kind of hanging out and talking about Nintendo like we used to, you know, and, and I know like I, this is probably on me being stupid, right. But like just flip flopping and doing all these things to try to make the show better. And if it doesn't work, we try to tweak it. And I don't know how good or bad that's working. Um, and like try to maybe have like a rotating third chair in here too, just to have some fun. I mean, obviously we have, people that we like to have on the show a lot and um i don't know i just i just want this show to be the best that it can be and you know obviously tonight we're tired and it's not exactly the greatest episode we've ever put out but like i i just i think we need to do some things i don't exactly know what to do first of all ed needs a new computer so we can use zencaster and him not freeze every 10 minutes but uh (laughs) Everybody, I am working on it. Hopefully, I'll have one um, soon. I I seen that I'm supposed to be getting a race. Um, not much, but a race is a race. Uh, so I I I should have something soon. I I'm saving. Um, I know I talk a lot about buying a lot of games, but I I'm trying to save so I could get a better computer. Um something a little bit more reliable I should say um, so that I could stream better and and, and all of those things and stuff um, that hopefully I could be able to edit better um, and go and do those kind of things because I want to contribute more to Boss Rush if I could help on the production, production side I will um, but I just want to be able to do more, and I just need a stronger computer. I thought the computer that I had would be good enough because it, the way that I was reading the specs, and I'm not computer literate, so forgive me. Um, uh, but I'm trying to find out what is the right computer for me, and I know that for a lot of it, it's going to cost some money. So that's not true. Computers don't cost money. <laughs> Are you sure? No, I'm not, because I'm getting ready to get a new one, and it's going to cost a pretty penny because I refuse to use Windows. So, um, (laughs) 
Uh, and I continue to use Windows. <laughs> I, I refuse. I refuse. You know, ever since I so, you know, I'm not going to go into that story right now. I'm too angry about it. Uh, but you know, I I am about ready to buy a new one for my personal compute, my personal stuff, and uh, mm. I am not ready for how much that's going to cost. So. Uh, I, I I hear what you say. Uh, I I know I need to go to a Best Buy and just talk to some representatives and, and to get an idea. I mean, why um, don't you just talk to Laurent? Just I ask did him. Talk to Laurent. Just ask him. Tell him what your budget is and ask him what you need at that budget. And I'm sure he will be more than happy to do something. Right off. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean that that's yeah. just that's just something that was on my mind is just like I don't know. I I just I want us to be the best we possibly can be and I don't mm-hmm. know if we are right now. And maybe that's just me in my head. So if you know, just ignore me, I guess. <laughs> uh but I just I just want us to be a great show and uh you know, do some great things and do some cool stuff because I love this show and um, I just want us to have a have a great time doing it, you know? So yes. That's all I have to say. Well, cause... everybody, I think we're going to call that a show. I think we're going to wrap it up here, Corey. Um No. We we must. Uh, uh, Where can we find you, Corey? Uh, You can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on the Boss Rush podcast and various other things here on the Boss Rush Network. You guys can find me on Twitter at that venture code and on Instagram. You can check more of our work on bossrush.net and on our YouTube page. Come join us on the Discord. Have a conversation with us. Game with us. Talk snacks. Um, Food, not food, snacks, video games, art, books, whatever that you feel like you want to talk about. Um, you know, cut, cut, cut it up with this. I, I will say, Corey, I, I think this is more of a relaxive kind of episode. Yes, we are tired. Uh, but it just felt, I, I was looking at Twitter, social media, and everybody just really felt like it's a, it was more of a laid back weekend. Like, not really doing stuff, not really trying to look for it and be hyped for news. It, it just kind of felt like, you know, I had a try time during work, and this is my time to just unwind and lay back. So I kind of feel like this is a laid back episode and everything. Sorry, everybody, if it sounds like a jungle mess, but, you know, this is how me and Corey used to record back in the day. Um, you know, if you go, like I said, if you go look at some old power blocks, me and Corey didn't have a topic, but we started talking within 10 minutes and then realized that our 45 minutes have passed and be like, what the heck did we talk about? Because we just bounced off each other with topics and ideas and opinions and stuff. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's going to be a laid back run. You know, it's fall. People are getting ready for Halloween soon. Uh, so yeah, so it's true. Hopefully, 
But with that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time on Nintendo Pop Bye, everybody. Woohoo! Goodbye.